You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, I think of A-Day as kind of like, well, it's fun to pretend like it's a real game. Of course it's not a real game. We don't even have an opponent. But I'm just so ready and desperately counting down to the fall. This is the closest thing we get to it. So it's it's kind of like it's a game weekend, or at least that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm lying to myself is what I'm saying. Well, I think in the words of Confucius, the number one opponent is yourself. And that's how A-Day is. I don't know if Confucius said that. Uh, Maybe it was his brother, Frank. Um, But I don't know. Frank Lucius? Uh, Confucius didn't play in the SEC. He don't know shit. (laughs) He was in the the, uh, SEC Far East. Uh, okay. If he thinks he's if he thinks he's so smart, you go try to stop Alabama's offense. See you know, that. I, 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 yeah, I, that is kind of funny. Like even Sun Tzu, you know, the art of war is like know yep. your enemy better than you know yep. your friend or whatever. And he's also like, don't screw with Alabama, <laughs> don't play Alabama on the road, or, you know, in odd <laughs> years or some shit. But anyway, um, before we jump into a day, I think we should address the. Uh, the basketball scholarship situation. We talked about Noah Gurley uh, coming on board, which is a huge addition. And we talked a little bit yesterday about Langston Wilson, uh, uh, quote unquote, opting out. Um, But since that time, you know, just doing a little more perusing through the interwebs, Mm -hmm. it turns out, okay, I just assumed we were still going to have to lose somebody else. But apparently there is at least a high probability that James Rojas will be considered a senior, therefore get his free year if somehow last year is considered a red shirt or some shit. I don't know how it works out, but I saw that possibility and I thought, okay, that kind of makes sense that nobody else will leave. It also makes sense that James Rojas isn't gone from the perspective of he and Nate Oates had a great relationship all the way back to when he was committed to play for Buffalo. But I think from a fan's perspective, we're all like, okay, we we don't mind losing somebody. And God bless James Rojas for popping that three against Mississippi State in Starkville. But I think I speak for most fans when I say we all assumed it was going to be Rojas leaving and Langston Wilson coming in. Um, that being said, it sure seems like we basically told Langston Wilson, hey, look, man, um, you're you're a good player, but this is a win now or go home type of era. And part of the the other side of the transfer portal coin is we want you in the transfer portal. Yeah, I, I think we only have a lot of speculation right now, and there's not a lot of facts. And and, and I'm happy to speculate if everybody knows that it's. It's speculation and not facts uh, until we, we definitely know facts. I hate to be too too critical or, you know, say unfair things about either Wilson or Rojas or Oates or, or Noah 
Gurley. We just don't know all the facts yet to be too harsh or anything. I'm just supportive of, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that we got Noah Gurley. I'm happy that Nate Oates is our coach. I'm happy that Rojas is apparently likely returning. Uh, I'm happy that we may have 14 players on scholarship <laughs> next uh, <laughs> next year. And I'm happy that Langston Wilson is, is still highly recruited and is apparently going to go to college for free at a uh, high-quality institution. Uh, I've decided to sort of be happy about uh, all of it. Well, I do like credit. He seemed to take it in stride on Twitter, at least, which is the only way people take things anymore, um, on, on Twitter, that is. So, uh, you know, look, I, I get it. I think this is just what you have to do now. I think this is, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of pushing somebody out the door that had already signed with us. That being said, look, from the coach's perspective, if anybody can leave at any time, I think this is what people kept saying about the transfer portal is it will work both ways. And, um, I, yeah, I think Langston Wilson probably got kind of a raw deal, frankly, and I wish him the best. I want him to do well. He's a hell of a leaper. I don't know what else he can do, but he's a hell of a leaper. Um, and so I just think that's – if you want to win, you have to be relatively cold-hearted to some degree because the players are going to be cold-hearted now, and this is what everybody wanted, and so this is what we're going to do now. And um, it's just, man, you're going to have to play this game, and, and it's just, uh, boy, some ugly things come to light, but that's just the way it is. I just – Found it interesting. But, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go for these delicious, nutritious treats covered in chocolate. Absolutely incredibly tasting, wonderful bits of deliciousness. That's all they are. I think that's what's on the wrapper or what was going to be on the wrapper, and they were like, that's got to be so small, nobody can read it. But uh, people know when they eat it. Built Bar is the, the best nutritious bar on the market. I would put it up there as one of the best – bars period candy or otherwise it's just awesome it tastes fantastic got a bunch of them had one for breakfast had one for lunch and then i had regular lunch but that's okay um built bar is great for maintaining or losing weight and you need to go check them out at builtbar.com builtbar.com use the promo code locked on 15 for 15 percent off that order you will thank jimmy and me later on builtbar.com promo code locked on 15 all right, Jimmy. So let's do talk a little bit about AD. And I, we're not going to jump all the way into it because we still have two more days of podcasting to do before we get to AD. But you know, one guy we didn't um, we didn't talk about when we were talking about surprises from the scrimmage the other day. That was Cameron Latu. Am I am I saying that right, Latu? That's I think that's right, right? That's how I say it, Latu. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's right. I say Latu. Right, it could be, be Latu. It could be Latu. But I think it's Latu. I think it's Latu as well. I think it's Latu too. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, as in also. But I just think that's kind of funny. It's not funny. Um, but I wanted to be awkwardly laughing just for a minute to make the listener feel awkward. Um, but, yeah, he had a big scrimmage. And he, apparently he's doing some nice things. And then I also heard some positive uh, information about Robbie Outs. Am I saying that right? <laughs> I do know how to say that one. Uh, I do know how to say it, uh, and now I've already forgotten. It's uh, oh, good work. Oost, 
Oost. 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 Is that is that is that German? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I just know you make those sounds, and it comes out Oost. <laughs> that's his name. That's what I know. I think it's Oost. Okay. All right. Well, I can buy that. But both of those guys had nice scrimmages the other day, right? Uh, Yelatu, uh, in in particular. Look, I think what it is. I mean, the NFL's doing a lot of this, and Bill O'Brien's just out of the NFL. And I think just about every NFL team now uses multiple tight ends in multiple ways. And you look at a Jaleel Billingsley, and he's really almost more receiver than tight end, kind of like how Kyle Pitts was at Florida. Kind of like, while you can get a really good matchup with Billingsley if you line him up at tight end, and so Alabama will do a lot of that. They'll also line him up in the backfield and line him wide. So now that you're doing that, you lose some physicality, right? Because you're taking this big guy and you're putting the big guy in space and not at the line of scrimmage. So it's almost like, hey, if we want to use Billingsley the best way possible, we better have another tight end out there, another what I would call a co-first team guy. So someone had to really emerge. And frankly, the way I look at it is, Latu emerging as a co-starter along with Billingsley sort of allows us to use Billingsley however we want. We're not just locked into lining up Billingsley in one spot. You can line up Latu at tight end, who's more of a traditional inline, big body tight end. Now you're free to line up Billingsley anywhere you want. Uh, You can line him up as as a Y at the other end of the line of scrimmage and and have two at the line of scrimmage or line up Billingsley in the backfield. And, uh, Oost is so different. I think with him, you can also move him around. And while we don't really use a fullback anymore, you know, a traditional fullback, he's sort of built like that, you know. So he, there, that's another guy that, that you can move around and sort of get him as a lead blocker, and you just wouldn't always see him lined up, you know, at the Y spot. So I, I'm a fan of how we can mix and match at the tight end spot. And no doubt, Latu's development is kind of allowing us now to mix and match and not just stick Billingsley out there for every snap at one spot. We're free to really utilize him as a weapon and move him around. Yeah, I would love to see. Look, Oost, is that how we're saying it? Oost? I'm, I'm, it hadn't come with my mouth, Oost. Okay. I'm going with that until told different. You know, he was a hell of a basketball player, too. So, um, yeah, that's that's quite interesting. And then just apropos of nothing, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to tell everybody right now about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get those bets in. Look, I don't know that you can bet on a day, uh, but if you can bet on a day, you can bet on it through betonline.ag. I can promise you that. That you can bet on reality TV through these guys. They got it going on. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. Use the promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Can't beat that with a stick. You ought to try them out. Betonline.ag. Been a loyal sponsor for quite some time now. We truly appreciate them. It's the betting site that everybody here at the Locked On family endorses. And we encourage you to go there and then win some cold, hard cash. It's easy to to pay in, even easier to get paid. Go check out betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on and then just tweet at us and tell us how much money you won. We'd like to hear. We'd be a little jealous. We'd like to hear it. So betonline.ag, promo code locked on. 
Also, Kaleidoscope Media, I want to thank Michael and Cassie Moore for being a sponsor of the podcast. Look, they want to help you with that remodel. They want to help you with that, that new home build, whatever you want. They've got 3D rendering. They, they've got everything you need in terms of helping you architecturally visualize, visualize, visualize uh, your, uh, your new remodel, home build, whatever it is. Check them out. Michael and Cassie Moore, kal-media.com. Kal-media.com is where you want to go. Look, just go to the website. Give them a look-see. They would appreciate it. Michael is a decorated disabled veteran. Two tours in Iraq, people. He's a great American, literally. Go check out this website and just let them know, hey, man, thank you for your service. His wife, Cassie, uh, pretty as a speckled puppy, couldn't be any nicer, loves people, wants to help. Cassie and Michael Moore are there for you with this new home remodel. Go give them a whirl. They will appreciate it, and so will we. KAL-media.com, Kaleidoscope Media. They're right there in Baldwin County, and they want to help you out today. All right, Jimmy, um, I'm going to do just a random assortment of junk here now, and I just want your input. JT Tolomau, I think that's how I'm saying that right. Man, we got to start getting some more Smiths involved in Alabama stuff. Oh, um, last one was good. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. JT Talamalu, I may have said it differently. I said it the first time, whatever, uh, out of Washington State. Alabama is still definitely on his radar, still got a good shot at him. Of course, Ohio State does, as does um, Washington and a couple other spots, I think Oregon. But um, have you heard anything new about him? No, uh, other than obviously it would be a big, big, big deal. This kid is. I mean, he's he's a pass rusher. He's he's a great great prospect, high value spot. He's sort of a slam dunk kid. I mean, in terms of like, you know, there, there, there's always a question of how great he will be. But I think with him, it's not a oh, you know, that I don't think there's a bust factor with him. I think he's gonna be good. Now, is he gonna be top ten pick in the draft in three years? Good or just? you know, Deshaun Hand Good, who was also, a you know, a really highly rated guy. So, who was a multi-year starter at Alabama, even though not a, a dominating all-conference type player. Uh, you know, we have a spots issues. And here, here's one thing about that. This is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Whenever I say, you know, we have a numbers issue, my least favorite response to that is, oh, there's a plan, or we're saving a spot for him. When we're already over the limit, over the 25, over the 85, um, don't don't worry about it. Because there is a plan. Well, you know, this is what surely there is a plan. Uh, uh, they've thought this through. They're aware of the rules. They know what the rules are. And we're not going to play a season in which we're over the limit and go on probation. That's not that's not you know, the worry that I have, the worry that I have is what we talked about earlier in the show with Langston Wilson. That's an example of what I mean by when I stress a little bit, and I'm not saying lose sleep, but when I stress a little bit going, how are we going to fit this guy in? It's because I don't like the Langston Wilson situation myself. I don't think that that's something we should make a habit of doing, dropping kids that are committed to us and that we committed to as well. So, that's what I mean when I say that. I'm not saying we don't have room for him. I don't know what the plan is. I'm sure it's all fine. I'm sure it's going to work out, and I'm not going to lose sleep over any of it. But I also don't like the total blow-off of, 
this isn't a thing, you know, don't stress over this. This isn't a thing. Ask Langston Wilson if it's a thing. It is a thing. And I prefer that we deal with kids professionally, honestly, ethically. And when we commit to them, then they should have a spot. And I don't like telling kids, you know that spot we told you we had? Uh, we're kidding. We don't. We got a better dude. No, I, I agree. And it is it is weird. Although I got to say, I've always wondered, and maybe we talked about this on the podcast, what if what if we just said, if the NCAA said, y'all are over scholarships? No, no, we're not. Yeah, well, we know you are because we can count. Yeah, but uh, that's just your opinion. I mean, what do they do? Do, you, do they not let you play? I just wonder what the deal is. It's, it, it's, I don't know. I actually don't want to know the answer to that because I'm scared it might happen. <laughs> I, um, I do know this. Uh, uh, Mississippi College in the 90s got some version of the Division II death penalty because they played a football season where they were well over the scholarship limits. Whoa. And basically the the the, the small school, because in the small schools you'd have, what, like 30 kids on scholarship, and they had like 45. And they won the national championship. Of course they did. <laughs> well, God, I hope so. <laughs> of course they did, and they did. And then later the NCAA or whatever governing body it is for that stripped them of it and said, no, 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 no. And then put them on probation. And they haven't really been competitive since. So that's, that's the one example I know that, that really happened. And that wasn't about 1992. It was, it was, it was right around that, that time, 91, 92, 93, somewhere in there. Interesting. And uh, see, so people can Google if they like. But I'm sure it's bad when you do that. And I'm not saying we're going to run the risk of that. Of course we're not. There will be a plan. I'm just not a big fan of it. When the plan is going up to one of our players and telling him, I'm sorry you can't play her anymore. We, we got a better player. We found a better player, so you got to go. And I, I don't like it. And, and, even, and when people say, oh, oh, well, the kids do it. You mean 17-year-olds uh, do, do the wrong thing and, and act on whims and change their minds? Well, yeah, they're 17, 18-year-old kids. Alabama is a a corporation run by adult, professional adults, and we should be held, Alabama, the university, should be held to a higher standard than a 17-year-old kid. So, you know, I, I don't like it in the name of winning. And frankly, the funny thing is, Luke, boy, I really went off on a tangent here. The funny thing is it's assumed all over the country that Nick Saban does that. He really doesn't routinely. I know it's happened, and it doesn't seem to happen anymore. Or if it does, it happens less and, and more ethically than ever. I, I don't think Nick normally mistreats kids in the names in the name of, of building a better roster. I, I don't think that you have to do that because most don't. I know a lot of people assume this happens. Oh, it happens everywhere. No, it happens somewhere some of the time. But – it, 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 I, I don't think it's a good enough excuse to say, hey, this is how it's done if you want to win. That, that, that's just simply not true. That's just, that sounds good, but it's not, that doesn't make it true. All right, Jimmy, let so. me give you some quick hitters here. I want your uh, opinion. First of all, apparently Boston College has struck a shoe deal with New Balance. And now I don't know if they're into competitive mall walking 
or <laughs> they want their players to have dad bods or what. But I just, I mean, and I don't think it's for football. I think it's for everything else but football or something. Regardless, that just doesn't seem like a deal you'd announce if you're a college trying to uh, get in touch with today's athletic youth. That sounds like a deal you'd strike at Chapman's nursing home. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's something right there. Uh, I don't really have much to say. I don't have much to say about that other than uh, Boston College took one of our QB country kids this past year, Emmett Moorhead, and we're really high on him. We think he's one of the top five or six kids in our 21 group in the QB country 21 group and uh we're, we're really excited for Emmett at Boston College and apparently he may be wearing these old man shoes so <laughs> Emmett go out there and kick some ass in your old man shoes uh Alabama got a new elephant outside the stadium what'd you think of it seven tons worth of elephant I mean I'm certainly fine with it I, I, I mean it's, to, to me it's it's not a I mean, it's fine. It's decor. It's a decorative piece, is all it is. It's just decoration. To be honest, based on how much it costs and how big it is, you know, I, I would have, you know, would rather it be designed slightly differently. <laughs> but that's just personal personal preference. It's fine. I mean, anything that anything that pretties up the place, I suppose. Uh, and then finally, I just found this funny. Um, Florida is taking a transfer, a guy from the transfer portal. His name, Philanderous Fleming. <laughs> that, sounds watch more like, that sounds more like. This, that sounds less like uh, a name and more like he's got this name Fleming and this adjective just follows him around. <laughs> Are we sure he's not a congressman? <laughs> he will be. I mean, but holy cow, I love good story names, um, you know, because I always call the HSA and like, you know, there'll be one high school that'll have seven Stacys and they one spells with an E-Y, one with a Y, one with an I, one with an I with a heart on it, one with a Q for some reason. I mean, they just, and so I just love any story, any anything that does with funny names. Um, I remember my brother went to Georgia Tech with a kid named Fabian Puquan Earl Harper the Sixth, and we always yeah. there were five other unfortunate bastards that had that name, and they were like, "No, you're having this name too, you son of a bitch." Um, but uh, then uh, my ex-wife went to school at LSU with a dude who was the twelfth. I was like, the twelfth. I mean, Dang. What, was his last name Charlemagne? What the hell? The twelfth. That's going back to the first must have been born in the Renaissance. That's what I'm saying. Like, boy, I mean, you know, yeah, my my great great uncle was in the Crusades. I mean, what the hell? The twelfth. I mean, this, I, and she couldn't even remember the name. I was like, if you are the twelfth, everybody should know your name. Like, they've had twelve generations to get this name right. You know, uh, uh, the condo that uh, the wife and I have is across the street from the famous uh, cemetery there in Tuscaloosa. And I didn't know much about that cemetery until we moved across the street from it. Now I walk through it all the time. And uh, I didn't know until we bought them. I literally did not know until I bought the place that my great, and I didn't know it because it's on my mom's side of the family. So they, of course, have different last names than Stein. But uh, my great, great, great grandfather 
is buried in that cemetery. Wow. Yep. Yep. Pretty amazing. The the people that I mean, there's some old old graves in that cemetery. It's crazy. I'm gonna say this for every Alabama fan that's ever tried to park around Bryant Denny. Wouldn't it be nice if we could just like build a parking deck above it? <laughs> I mean, hey, well, considering it would ruin my uh, expensive view of the stadium, was, uh, no, it would not be cool if Jimmy's voting <laughs> because I've got a view of the stadium <laughs> because there is no parking deck over the the grave the graveyard. So I uh, I want things as they are for as long as I'm alive, but uh, it is. It has been remarked upon by many about how that's got to be some of the most valuable real estate in the state of Alabama right now. I mean, directly across the street from Bryant Denny is a large cemetery. It's actually owned by the city of Tuscaloosa is who owns that cemetery and uh, maintains it. There's a lot of well-known established families that, that have people buried there, including former governors buried there, multiple Confederate war Soldiers are buried in there, and uh, a lot of Tuscaloosa's most prominent old-time families. I mean, it's wow. it's, a, it's a thing, man. I'm still sticking with my stance on the parking, though. <laughs> um, all right, buddy, that's going to do it for this episode. We will be back tomorrow, and we will start diving into what we expect out of A-Day. And until then, roll tight. Yeah, when those uh, rosters come out, it's a, it's a good look, and you can see. Uh, Nick, Nick doesn't like depth charts, but when that roster comes out for A-Day, uh, you don't have to be a sleuth to put a depth chart together based on the makeup of the crimson and white roster. So looking forward to it. Roll Tide, buddy. Roll Tide.